And now, for another episode of The Rich and the Filthy, the serial melodrama about the filthy and the rich. We take you now to the beautiful, lush, ornate, and expensively upkept garden on the Forest Estate, where Shorn Forest is making great effort to take a leisurely walk. Let's listen. Alone in the garden? I thought this would calm my mind, but it only makes me think of Crigolin. The last time I was alone in this garden, I was with Crigolin. It's all my big brother's fault. If Rachel hadn't tricked her into sex on our honeymoon night, Crigolin and I would still be married. Still be happy. She would still love me. But now my marriage is over. Not just over. Annulled! Like it never even happened! Rigid is responsible for this! Rigid is the one who ruined my life! It's Rigid! 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 <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Forrest. I was just taking your sister for a walk. Ugh. Angelique! She can't walk. All she can do is sit there in that wheelchair and stare vacantly into the distance. She can't see the garden. She doesn't even know she exists. How I envy her. Oh, just as you say, Mr. Forrest. But nurse, I thought you left us to be head nurse at St. Whipple's. Yes, I left to return to my real job as head nurse of St. Whipple's. But now I'm back here. Why did you come back here? I just can't get enough of Angelique. No. What's wrong, Nasley Nurse? I just remembered again how happy I am. Excuse me. Uh, Can you watch Angelique for a minute? I need to vomit in the hydrangeas. Watch Angelique! No, wait! Ah, yuck! Watch Angelique, you what? She doesn't do anything, just stare! Help me. What? Who said that? Help me. Oh my god! I'll bet it's a housefly with the head of a human caught in a spider web! I'll put you out of your misery, freak of science! Help me. There it is again! Oh no! No! It can't be coming from her. It just can't. Help me. <laughs> Help me. Angelique, you can talk. Shorn. Ah, you said my name. You must... Forrest, what's wrong? What's all the screaming about? Angelique talked! She talked! She what? Oh, no. I didn't give her enough of the paralyzing drug. You didn't give her enough of what? Ah, nothing, Mr. Forrest. I think you must be uh, mistaken. Angelique is a vegetable after all. I heard her talk. I saw her lips move. Angelique babbles, uh, makes meaningless sounds. Maybe you heard her babble. She said, help me. No, no, Mr. Forrest. She probably said bleep-bull-bull. 
What's going on here? Oh, Dr. Barberry. Why is this idiot here? I thought I told you to meet me alone in the garden. I didn't know he'd be here. Dr. Warberry, she talked. Angelique talked. She's not a vegetable. She talked. Uh, now, now, my boy. It's true she's going to recover, but she can't be recovering that quickly. <laughs> you were imagining things. She said help. Me! She makes meaningless sounds. No, that's what I told him, Dr. Morberry. Shut up. Now, my boy. Dr. Morberry, I know what I heard. Angelique said, help me. Help me. <laughs> help me. Are you quoting her, my boy, or calling for help yourself? Help me! My marriage is falling apart, and my vegetable sister has come to life! <laughs> well, my dear, it seems you can't be trusted after all. But, Dr. Barberry, I, I didn't know Shorn Forrest would show up in the garden. I'm not talking to you, you nasally nincompoop! I wish you wouldn't call me that. It's bad for my self-esteem. Shut up! Oh. Well, Angelique? Dr. Morberry, I, I was just slowly recovering like you suggested. Dr. Morberry, I was just slowly recovering like you suggested. Like fun you are. A slow recovery means your eyes will start to look at someone. Your hand will press against another hand. Not, help me, help me, I'm a faking village and you escape a monomaniacal genius. Monomaniacal? I didn't say any of that. I'm a doctor, don't you understand? Monomaniacal? I am paid to arbitrate between life and death! A doctor is practically godlike by definition! You told me that you would stop giving me this paralyzing drug! We haven't yet managed to get you into one of those guest cottages on the estate. You can't play a vegetable 24 hours a day without help. And clearly, you can't be trusted anyway! Oh, but I can, Dr. Morberry! Really, I can. Uh, really, I can. Really, I can. Mm, clearly, you can't. You realize your disobedience is putting your precious lover, Ted Raphael, in a dangerous position. Ted? Aren't you going to ask me how your beloved Ted is doing? How is Ted doing? Terrible! <laughs> I'm giving him just enough of the antidote to keep him alive. And after your little stunt today, I don't feel nearly as motivated to go on keeping him alive. So watch your step. I will, Dr. Morberry. I'm sorry. Uh, what about Sean Forrest, Doctor? He'll tell everyone that Angelique talked. No one will believe that gibbering idiot. I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about how I can convince Rebephne Forrest to put you and Angelique out in one of the guest cottages. If I can't manage to do that, 
My whole plan will fall apart. And my plan can't fall apart. I'm a duck god after all. No. My plan cannot and will not fail. Stay tuned to the Spoonatics Network, where the lukewarm drama heats up. First on One Life Is Not Worth Living, Captain Patches tries to reason with Juliola. You have to let me out of this cell. Not until you fall in love with me. Don't you realize I'm in love with the sea? What has the sea got that I haven't got? Fish! Then on The World Has Notions, Bob can't go through with a divorce. I'd rather be dead than to see you marry Platt. Do you understand me? I would literally rather be dead. Platt and I will be together whether you divorce me or not. You're a fool. He only wants your money. I live in a box made of aluminum cans, just like you. Idiot, do you know how much you can get for these cans at a recycling center? Then on love is a one splendor thing. Crass has a shocking store for Bootley. I bought this house, Bootley, and now you have to leave. Leave? I have nowhere to go. Do you know where you can go, Bootley? You know where you can go? You can go to the devil. If I'm going to hell, you're going with me. Oh God, Crass, what have I done? I think you shot me. I was a fool. You can have the house, Crass. Just don't die. Don't die. Give my regards to the real estate agent. Go. It's all on the Spoonatics Network, where the lukewarm drama heats up. <laughs> oh my god, Richard, you are so bad. Me? You're the one making love to me in my office. Are you ordering me to leave, Mr. Forrest? I'm ordering you to stay right here in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock, Rigid. I'm coming in. Oh my god, it's crinoline. Quick, uh, pretend you're a mannequin. Okay. Hello there, honey lamb. I thought I'd surprise you with a picnic lunch right here in your office. Ah, uh, hi, crinoline. What's the occasion? The occasion? What else could it be but the annulment of my marriage to your ridiculous little brother? Aren't you glad it's over with? Why would I be glad? I'm free now, Rigid. Does that mean anything to you? And by the way, who is this? Oh, that's just one of the many super realistic mannequins we have around here at Forest Creations. For sure! That's the type of ruse that might have fooled your little brother. Do you think I dropped a few IQ points being married to him? Uh, no. Uh, it was supposed to be a joke. That's it, a joke! Maybe Sean wrecked your sense of humor. Maybe, honey. But I assure you that's all he wrecked. You, on the other hand, during my little old honeymoon to your brother, no less. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. My. God. Was I just privy to some really awesome gossip? No, you weren't. No, you weren't. That'll be all, Pristine. I'll have you model one of my fabulous new creations later. Close the door on your way out. Okay. And I promise I won't tell any of the other models what I just overheard. Oh my god, Jessica. Guess what I just found out. Can't you be a little more discreet, Crinoline? Discreet? Today, I feel the very opposite of discreet. I want to shout it from the rooftops. Shout what? Rigid, I know why you're being coy. You're worried about how Sean will feel. Feel about what? Are you pretending you don't want me? Is that it? If you didn't want me, why did you seduce me on my honeymoon night? Psh, it was a prank. The 
got out of hand. A, a prank? A prank? I'll show you a prank. Ah, Crinolin! Stop throwing fried chicken at me! Ah, and potato salad! Rigid, I just looked over your new sketches. I, hey, what's going on here? I'll tell you what's going on, Daddy Forrest. You have spawned one complete idiot and one complete monster! Well, my daughters are nice. <laughs> Son, what was that all about? Nothing, Dad. Nothing except Crinolin is going to be a lot harder to get rid of than I thought. Mother! 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 Shorn, what is it? Angelique, she talked! She spoke! She said, help me! Angelique, talk! Calm down, Shorn. Who talked? Angelique? Shorn! Ah! <laughs> Dr. Morberry, you scared me! There, there, my boy. Why don't you go to your bedroom and lie down? I'm 30 years old! You can't send me to my bedroom like a little boy! Shorn! Go to your room. Yes, Mother. But I'll hate it in there! Doctor, if if you've come back to try and convince me to take back Ted Waffel... No, no, of course not. You'll discover, of course, that Dr. Waffel was completely innocent of any wrongdoing. But I understand if you can't quite accept that right now. No, I can't accept it. No, I came to talk to you again about moving Angelique and her nurse out to one of your guest cottages. Not that I often consider the feelings and needs of the hired help, but I'm obliged to notice that having two guests in this house are already putting a strain on my illegal maid Donata without asking her to run back and forth between here and a guest cottage, too. Do you mean to tell me that you only have one servant for this entire estate? She never complains. Oh, that's one of the benefits of hiring an Ill illegal. The other benefit is that we only pay her three pesos, one peanut, and two cashews a week. <laughs> Sounds generous. Does it? Then maybe one cashew is enough. Oh, and my visit here today has given me a new concern. What is that? Your son, Sean. I wonder if you'd consider having him... brought away? But we hope no one will have to put you away, dear listeners. And that you'll join us again for the next insipid episode of The Rich and the Filthy. The Rich and the Filthy is a weekly podcast produced in Indianapolis, Indiana at Playground Productions, owned by musician, tutor, and audio production artist, Adam Riviere. The Rich and the Filthy is written by Stephen Sperling. Many episodes include special material by the Rich and the Filthy cast. The Rich and the Filthy stars in alphabetical order, Jerry Beasley, Susie Q. Davis, Jonathan D. Krause, Kirsten Leister, Marley Rebecca, Scott Sawyer, Josh Sperling, Stephen Sperling, and Camilla Upchurch. The Rich and the Filthy theme and other music was written, produced, and recorded by Josh Sperling. The Rich and the Filthy is available on iTunes and Stitcher. The Rich and the Filthy is a Spoonatix production.